we are going to start off with some news from the world of Stephen King, my favorite, favorite, favorite author. Um, I'll, I'll second that. He's, right. he's, he's my favorite author, hands down. Air, air fist bump. Boom. All right. Um, so uh, a couple of years ago, uh, there was some talk around adapting uh, Stephen King's novel, Gerald's Game. Mm. And apparently the project fell flat. Now it seems that the project has resurfaced and it looks like Netflix might be taking the bite. Uh, Mike Flanagan, who has done Oculus uh, with Netflix. Dope movie, by the way. Uh, I think no, that's Oculus a wasn't a Netflix release. It was a no. theatrical release. Oh, was Hush. It? No, o- Oculus is a great little horror film, though. Yeah. Hush was the Netflix release that he did that was like a big hit recently. Oh, okay. I got it mixed up. Well, either way, you know, if he did Oculus, then I, I've got some hope. He's a big up-and-coming director. He's got this movie Ouija, Origin of Evil, coming out. Oh, uh, you mean Ouija? Ouija. Which I can't wait to fucking see. Yeah, I saw no, the trailer for it. that at Blair Witch, and it, it. I was giggling the whole way through, because <laughs> that little girl is so adorably terrifying. And the, the oldest can't sister, um, I feel like kind of dirty saying this, but she's just recently turned 19. So I can actually have these feels. Okay. You're a dirty she, old she, man. She's a pretty. She's a pretty redhead. I can't Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Um. So. Uh. Now this this particular novel is uh, oh, delightful. Wouldn't work very well as a theatrical release, primarily because it's all told from the perspective of one character, as she is tied up to a bed being tormented by people that may or may not be there. And so that makes this this potential uh, series or movie uh, that Netflix is going to be doing, uh, it would be a very psychological thriller, uh, but all told from pers- first-person perspective. Uh, so it, it would be interesting. I've, I've, uh, I've actually not read this particular Stephen King novel yet. But the dude. Nor have I. Yeah, but the dude started writing in the seventies. I was born in the eighties, so I got some catching up to do. Well, and this book was published in the nineties. Yeah, but this is a more this is a more recent title of his. Well, yeah. and the guy puts out like forty seven books a year. Exactly. So, exactly. I mean, fuck! Like, how can anybody keep up? It is my hard dad, to keep up. My dad actually read this and said he really enjoyed it. Um, that it's a good story. Forty seven <laughs> books a year. That's really funny. <laughs> and yeah, I could see how it's a bit of an embellishment, but yeah, he's he is. I could see how this one would be would be pretty difficult to tell, um, you know, because yeah, like you said, it's just basically through the eyes of one person who's chained to a bed and never gets to leave it. So how do you tell the story? Apparently, Mike Flanagan's got it figured out. He said he's been working on the concept in his brain for about a decade. It's his favorite Stephen King book, and he can't, 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 can't wait to to make this a reality. But that sounds like a fun Friday night. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. One one of my biggest qualms with most Stephen King adaptations is that they're usually uh, released theatrically. They're PG-13. The Langoliers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or they're made for TV movies that are released on broadcast television. Yeah, that like can't a six-night really... event or some crap. But but that can't really go <laughs> really go too far into the horror and the blood and the sex of they're his books. They're very vanilla. Yeah, they're very vanilla. Well, Netflix is all about this, though. Yeah, I know. So I'm excited for it to be on Netflix because Netflix has no trouble being daring with anything that they do. Hmm. No, absolutely. Because the the thing that the Flanagan was talking about in this interview uh, that that um, 
he gave was that when it came to he understands that when you talk about a story like this, that trying to market it for a wider theatrical f- release is going to be practically impossible because it's not the kind of movie that is going to get made by a studio with a bigger budget to try to push all over the you know all over the country. Um, but when it comes to marketing something like this in a digital forum, uh, in in a streaming service, you get access to such a huge and and broad you know demographic that is unlike anything that you can ever get in a theater. And he's already played the success really well with Hush. This was a mega hit for him with Netflix. So they're looking at him really favorably right now. So he's working really hard to ram this through. Yes, <clears throat> and. Uh... So on the heels of the possibility of more Stephen King coming to Netflix, we have just recently this week got the news that Wizard and Glass, the fourth book of Stephen King's Dark Tower series, will be adapted to a television series. Mm. I am so excited about this. Now, I've always envisioned this book series coming to the big screen. Okay. But the approach that that was initially drafted like a decade ago with Ron Howard and I think it was Paramount was that they were going to do three films and then they were going to tie the other four books into uh, like a serialized series, uh, a television series, uh, you know, spanning like two, three years. So as you would get a film and then you would get um, a short series on television, then you get another film and a short series. And so then it would weave this tapestry on film and television Seems with legit. all of the same actors. And when they announced that The Dark Tower was in uh, pre-production a few months ago, when we, Christine, uh, the Viking, and I collectively took a, a, a nerd gasp. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh my God, they're actually doing this. And then when they announced Idris Elba was going to play Roland, and then Matthew McConaughey is going to play the man in black. <gasps> you know, it was like, okay, cool. Now with this, I mean, the, the potential is, is, is phenomenal. I'm curious, though. So we've got the Dark Tower, which they are in post-production now because it releases like February 17th of next year. That's book one. Mm-hmm. Wizard and Glass, which they're going to put in production on television, is book four. Right. Uh. So we've the drawing of the three book two and the 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 the, the ghost train, the wasteland, the wasteland is book three. So we've two other books there. Yeah. Well, here's what I from what. But I, hmm. here's the thing: book four covers Roland in his formative years. That's right. It's his backstory. It's yes. his backstory. So they a lot of potential here for them to cover. In in a, you know an episodic twelve, episodic arc over Netflix. Hopefully, really hoping for Netflix. Fingers crossed. MRC mm-hmm. is you know uh, optioning this, so and they they control Netflix. So yeah, they're doing House of Cards. This could be really cool. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. The the show is going to start shooting next year, um, in spring, shortly after the movie is released. Yes, um, and they're looking to put it out in twenty eighteen. Now, from what I understand, the 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 movie is going to cover the first book and part of the second. Yes, they're incorporating elements of the second book in to kind of bridge the gap between. Yeah, I I'm 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 not thrilled about it, but at the same time, I don't blame them because the first book really doesn't give you very much. No, it's it's a short story. And if you were going to make that as its own movie, you could do that, but there would you wouldn't be able to get a. 
you wouldn't be able to get a, a like grounds to do any more from there. I don't honestly, think. you know, if they it's do such a standalone title because they were written so far apart. Well, Stephen King was never planning on making a sequel to this book, to the dark, to the gunslinger, and he didn't do he didn't do it for what like over twenty years. No, 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 something like no, that. No, 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 no. Sorry. Um. So, uh, book one of the Dark Tower. Correct me if I'm wrong. Book one of the Dark Tower was actually released as a six part series mm-hmm. uh, in uh, in a fan magazine, and then they right. compiled it into a book. And it. Was, and how old was he when he wrote that? He, he wrote. He, he wrote. 70s. He was. He did it in the late seventies. So I think it was like seventy six was part one, and then he released like every six months. So by like nineteen eighty rolled around, he actually compiled it into one book, and it, it was only like two or three years mm-hmm. later that he wrote the drawing of the three, and that was just so. Oh yeah. So very popular that he was like, okay. I'm going to write this third one, and The Wasteland is a tome. Mm-hmm. The Wasteland is like book one and two together, and then yeah. some. Mm-hmm. But it's also the it's also the cornerstone of his entire universe mm-hmm. because so many like Carrie, Pet Cemetery. Um, I mean, almost all of his books, Hearts of Atlantis, Hearts The of Green Atlantis, Mile, they all feed in mm-hmm. back into this world. So that's like the heart of his universe, right there. So, um, no, 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 no. There wasn't a huge gap in 20 years. Book three came out in 1987, and it wasn't until book four. I think book four came out in 94. Book five, um, The Wolves of the Kala, came out in 98. The Song of Susanna came out in 2003. And then finally, The Dark Tower came out in 2008. Mm-hmm. I have and one. And then he wrote another book. I have one question. If Stephen King can do it, why can't George motherfucking R motherfucking R? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, you know, uh, that motherfucker's he's too busy th- eating. He's taken 30 years to write five books. I'm just uh, saying. Viking, please continue. <laughs> no, no, you have a point. You have a point. And, and, and Stephen King almost did not get a chance to finish this series. No, because um, he this was is like true. run over by a fucking Because he was Mosmobile. hit by a car. Or a van, actually. Yes. But, um, so anyways, getting, getting back to Wizard and Glass, um, so, yes, as we were talking about, it is basically the prequel novel that tells you everything about Roland's background of how he grew up, who his father was, who his parents was, the situation he was in, how he ended up getting his guns, how he ended up pursuing the man in black across the, the fucking universe. And it goes into his backstory with his, his buddies Cuth, Cuthbert yes. and Alan, yes. which I love as the as camaraderie well, between these basic brothers. Yes, well, as you, well as his first love. And you get yes. to find out who the man in black actually is. Yes, you do. Because uh-huh. this is not just Roland's backstory, it's the man in black's backstory Walter. as well. Walter. Walter. He, he is a prominent figure in this story. He is a prominent figure in Roland's origin story because how else does Roland start chasing the man in black otherwise yeah right so you get to hear both of them and what's great is that following this paramount formula that you were talking about earlier harrison uh idris elba has been tapped to be in the show and so has tom taylor who is playing jake yes they are both going to be in this so i have a feeling there's going to be some kind of flashback storytelling elements to this because that's how it's done in the book roland is telling his new quartet the story of his old quartet and how they came together and then how they broke apart yep Mm. And why he is on the hunt. And this is when he builds the new quartet. Yeah. Like at this point, this is a really pivotal moment in the story when he tells this, when he tells this story of his upbringing. So I'm glad they're taking it and doing it as a, an extended series. They're looking to do 10 to 13 episodes. So this is going to be a very rich and full and complete story. No, the, the point of uh, bringing this up is? The point of bringing this up? Yeah, 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 yeah. That uh, MRC. 
Oh. Which runs House of Cards and does MRC. a lot of shows on Netflix. Exactly. So we're hoping that it will be a Netflix release. And that way we will get all the episodes at once so we could binge watch it. And we will get them in their full, unadulterated, bloody glory. Goddamn right. Thank you, Sai. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Sai. <laughs> <laughs> Had to throw that out there. I'm glad you I'm glad you caught that. Well, I can't wait to see Oi too. I can't wait to see <gasps> Oi on the I screen. I always wanted an Oi. Yeah, I know. He's so cute. He's like a, a, a Billy Bumbler. He's like between he's he's like a mashup between a dog and a badger. Right. And he's and he and he becomes a part of the quartet. Hey. He's he's like a familiar. You should read the books. <laughs> You should See, totally read the books. Read you would appreciate them. I read these once, and I loved, loved, loved them, but there's so much that I do not remember. I burned through them so quick because they were so entertaining. I think I burned through all seven books you in know, about a I'm month. I'm curious. Uh, uh, when was the last time you actually read them through all seven, eight, if you will? I think the last time I read them all through was when the last book came out. Okay, so um, is that the one that takes place in between four and five, or is that no, the Dark Tower? The Dark seven? Tower. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I actually for a while there it was like every two years I would read all of them, and as the books were coming, I would read them again to refresh. And then when the Dark Tower came out, I read them all in their entirety. Mm-hmm. The last time that I read all of them was three years ago. It's my favorite series. It oh, takes yeah. a while to get through. The guy who yeah. loaned them to me was the same way. He he read he read them at least once a year, and then and then every time a new book was would come out, he would read them again. I still have a copy of the Dark Tower from they did a I think it was a second printing or a third printing. It's tattered as all fuck. It's so beat up. And it's and it's 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 uh it's an original before um Stephen King went through and revised the first story. Oh, that's the one you should have him sign if you ever meet him. Yes. I have a tattered uh, copy of It that my father gave me that he bought in 1980-something when it first came out that he gave to me. And that's and fucking the book cover is fucking taped. It's a paperback copy. Yeah, that that's is, the one I would have Stephen King sign. That, 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 that book spawned several nightmares and my serious, deep-seated dislike for clowns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a problem with I'll, it. I'll tell you right I'm now. I'm not afraid of clowns. After not, reading that, even I'm not looking forward to my father passing away. <coughs> let's let's not get heavy here. But <laughs> let's not. Get what heavy. I am looking forward to is that when he does pass away, I will inherit his collection of Stephen King books. Oh, that's horrible! Wow. I think Silver I think lining. I think that Mr. King would be proud of the fact that I can't wait for my dad to die so that I get his book collection. Aww. It's suitably macabre. I hope your father's not listening to Enough. this. Show right I really now. hope not either. Fuck, I'm gonna send it to him. That's terrible. <laughs> I'd be, like, be like, when you die, just make sure that you write your Stephen King collection Aww. into the will for me. Okay, thanks. Bye. That's why all implications